everyone, and welcome back to the Postcards Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. I hope everyone is having a wonderful week. It's just Nicole here today, and I'm actually going to be recording the episode solo today just due to some time differences between me and Lauren. So, yeah, we're going to have a solo episode. So bear with me because I've never done one of these and hopefully I can actually successfully get through an episode by myself. So I guess we're going to find that out today. But starting off, just a little update on my end. I'm actually at my family home in Kitchener right now because I came here for Easter weekend, which has been super fun. I don't know if anyone else relates to this, but I find coming home is just like a reset. It's like a total reset where you just feel refreshed and it's like, okay, I'm ready to go back and kind of get back to real life. But it's nice. Our Easter tradition is to do like an around the world like decorative thing. So basically we started this in COVID during 20, like in 2020. And at the time it was kind of just something to get us out of the slump of like literally being depressed from being like home all the time and like not having anywhere to go. And obviously we couldn't see our family for Easter that year. So we were obviously we were quarantining. So basically we had the idea to do like an around the world type of thing because you couldn't travel anywhere but we could travel in our house so the concept is basically that we do a house tour so each one of us decorates a different room in our house based on the theme of the year so the first theme in 2020 was um like traveling so it was like just different parts around the world so I obviously did Barcelona because I had just gotten back from my exchange uh, and my sister I think she did Hawaii I can't remember exactly what everybody did but it was really fun so we loved it so much that we decided to make it like our Easter tradition so last year's themes was eras so I got the 80s which was really fun um, but now what we do is it's like kind of like a secret, like we go full out. So you have to have decorations, you have to have a drink, you have to have food, you have to have um, a playlist, and then you have to be like dressed in a costume, like you have to fit your theme. So last year was the 80s. And then basically what we do is like an online like secret Santa generator. So it kind of just picks what your room will be for you. So like uh, nobody else knows. And then this year, our theme was music genres. So I got rock music, which was really fun. But my dad thought that he also got rock music. So we both had like a rock room. And okay, to be fair, my room this year was really sad compared to normal. Normally, I go like total full out and like I am like I'm in it. You know what I mean? Like I'm in it to win it. But this year I was just like really stressed out, like leading up to it. Didn't really have time to like fully plan my stuff until literally like the morning of. And I had to run out, get all my errands, plan all my games, get the food, everything. But I ended up winning because we all do like at the end of the day, we do like a little tally and like we each vote for like which room we thought had the best drink, the best food, the best music, you know, the best overall as well. Basically the best of all the categories and then the best overall. And my brother normally wins because he puts minimal effort into it. And so he gets all these pity points. And I'm like, okay, you know what? My I'm rebranding this year and my strategy is going to be solely going for pity points. So that's what we did. Um, I had good food in my room. I made a very, very, very strong drink. 
because that's another part of it is like each room you progressively like drink more and more and more and you know the rooms near the end just kind of they either seem great or you kind of are so out of it that you don't even really think about them so I had a strong drink I had some good food the decorations were really sad um and it didn't really match the theme I was going for like an Elton John like like sparkly moment but I didn't have proper costume so anyways basically I was re-strategizing and I was like you know what if my brother always wins for pity points why can't I and so yeah our strategy this year was pity points and they pulled through they pulled through I I did end up coming out with the trophy so um it's literally like a dollarama trophy that we every year like add a new white claw to so we're making it like a pyramid type of thing so eventually be like huge anyways so I got the trophy. I was the winner. So you already know it was a great weekend. Um, yeah, no, but it's honestly so much fun. Like you should definitely try to do it with like family or friends or someone. It's like such a fun thing. Obviously you need a house to kind of, I mean, you could do it in an apartment, I'm sure, but yeah, it's really, really fun. It's always a good time. And we all like really dedicate to it. We go full out. So it's just a nice way to like, I don't know, spend the day. So that's what was up this weekend. And then I also saw like my grandparents, um, aunts and uncles and like the rest of my family as well. So it was nice to kind of catch up with everyone because I will be heading on my trip very soon. So it was a really good time and very refreshing to see everyone. But with that being said, so this episode, um, I full disclosure, I don't have like a ton of planned like this is honestly just kind of picking out my brain and seeing where it leads to I feel like for solo episodes I probably should have planned stuff but I don't know I really like to listen to podcasts that are super just like you're just hearing someone's thought processes and like what they think in their brain and etc and that's just what we're going for today so thank you for listening um I hope that you enjoy this and again please bear with me because This is the first one that I've ever recorded by myself, so I don't even really know how it's going to go, but hopefully it works out. So (laughs) with that being said, what I'm going to do is basically I've looked up like a bunch of questions that are kind of like this or that questions or like would you rather questions, um, but they're more like deep than like the typical ones that you would ask at like a party or something. And I'm just going to answer them like myself, like as I would if someone was asking me. So it's basically like you asking me this question and then me just telling you what my response would be. So um, I haven't read any of the questions yet and I'm like a little bit nervous. I'm not going to lie. So Let's just get into it and see where it leads us, where it goes. I really hope that this is like entertaining to someone in a certain way, but I guess we will see. And also, if you want to like answer these questions and just like send me your responses or like DM us on Instagram, like what your answers would be or if you don't like agree with them or whatever it is. I haven't even read the questions yet, so I don't know what they will be, but I always love, you know, a good little discussion. So feel free to send those our way. So question number one is would you rather be one of the world's leading experts in a single field or be the most well-rounded and versatile person in the world? That's a great question, but I feel like it's quite an easy response for me because I definitely would rather be like more versatile and, you know, be good at different things versus like being an expert in one field. Obviously, I think that there's a lot of value to that for sure. Um, But I don't know. I like to be like engaged in like different things at once and like yeah, I do like a lot of random stuff. I feel like all my friends are like, you're just such a wild card because you're always like 
doing the most like like not contradictory but like one like they're just not related to each other um so yeah I think definitely for me I'd rather be like the most well-rounded and versatile person in the world who can just like you know be dynamic and like jump into like whatever situation so would you rather be stronger than average or smarter than average hmm I feel like again that's another one that I don't know both obviously I love to be strong love to be smart but I think if I had to choose one I would probably go with smarter than average just to like I don't know like discover stuff and like I don't know I feel like it would be I mean both of them would be a flex don't get me wrong but I think that I would go for the the brains like smarter than average okay would you rather eat a piece of food that was really healthy for you but tasted horrible or eat something that tasted great but was bad for you Hmm. This one, again, I think is pretty obvious just based on my personality, and I would rather eat a piece of food that's really healthy for me but tasted horrible than eat something that tastes great but is bad for me. Um, just because I've, I kind of grew up with a lot of dietary restrictions, so I was always used to like eating food that was like, everyone else was like, what the hell are you eating? Like, that looks literally disgusting. Like, are you okay? Um, but I was kind of always used to it. So I feel like I would just choose the food that tasted gross, but is healthy for you. Um, but obviously, don't get me wrong. I love good food, but that's just me. Would you rather go through life unable to forget anything or go through life unable to remember anything? Ooh, okay, wait. That one's kind of like a deep question because I feel like not forgetting anything, you know, there's like definitely stuff from like childhood and stuff that or like just like a couple of years ago that you're like damn like wish I didn't remember this um because it can be anxiety inducing and it can make you like I don't know just overthink stuff but also not remembering anything I don't think I could ever like choose that over the other because I have so many memories that I cherish so much and like I can't even like fathom like living life like not remembering them so and also I feel like if you don't remember stuff like then what you don't remember like your friends or family or anything I'm not sure like the depth of this question but I think I'm definitely going to choose I'd rather go through life unable to forget anything and just remember everything yeah that's me but let me know if anyone else has like a different take on that I'd be really curious to hearing kind of like your your take or your like opinion okay would you rather have a huge imagination or a photographic memory Ooh, okay. That's another like really good one because I feel like those are both like great things. Like photographic memories like where you can literally just like rem- like picture the situation, picture whatever it was and like remember it completely. That I feel like I mean, I want to say I I wouldn't say that I have necessarily like a photographic memory. I think in certain things sometimes I do. Yes. But I don't know. Obviously, it's all kind of subjective of like what the levels are, but I feel like that would be really really cool um whereas like have a huge imagination would also be really cool because then I feel like you're always just entertaining yourself you're always like you know thinking of these these different things that I feel like I don't know it would just be fun because like as a kid you know you have such a big imagination and you can literally make the most fun out of anything like you could literally have like a stick and like you are just like now you're I don't know you're like captain of a boat or like whatever it is like or you're a wizard, like, you know what I mean? So I feel like having a huge imagination is also, like, such a flex. So 
I don't know. I feel like both of those are great, but I'd probably choose photographic memory over huge imagination if I had to pick one just to like really capture and like remember those moments. I feel like that would be that would be it for me. But both of them, I feel like would be super cool. Let's go to the next one. Would you rather have people admire you for your good deeds or respect you for your power? Okay, honestly, this one, again, is pretty, like, straightforward for me. Like, I would definitely rather have people admire me for my good deeds. Just because I feel like my personality, I'm someone who I really, really, really love to help people. And, like, I get a lot of, I don't know what it is, like, I don't want to say, like, satisfaction, but I get a lot of happiness through other people's happiness. Like, if I do something to help someone, it means a lot for me knowing that it really, really, like, helped them or made them really happy. Like, those are stuff that make me happy. So, obviously, like, there's other stuff that make me happy, you know what I mean? But those are stuff that really, really, really make me happy. So, I feel like definitely have people kind of appreciate, like, the good things that I'm doing or my good deeds. Um, I would choose that a lot more for over having them respect me for my power because I don't know I really like being on like a collaborative like level with people where it's like we're just collaborating as people so I don't know that I would like want people to like be intimidated about my power or something like that um so definitely yeah admire me for my good deeds would be that one that one was an easy one would you rather have to spend the next 20 years as a student or spend the next 20 years as an employee interesting because I feel like there's also a take on this where it's like a student is like you'd be spending your 20 years learning but then again being an employee you're also learning on the job and you're like you know but I am self-employed so I think it would be pretty hypocritical if I said like to spend them as an employee if that makes sense I don't know or does it mean just like in the workforce because like an employee and in the workforce are different things um but also Okay, it's it's weird because I loved university. Like, I loved being a student. I find, like, that time in your life is so awesome. Like, it's so much fun. You're, like, with your friends all the time. You're just surrounded by them. And, you know, you're learning new things or, like, you know, or you're basically getting screwed over by your tests or your exams. But at least you're all in it together. You know what I mean? Like, that sense of, like, you're going through it. You're going through the motions, like, as a community, as, like, you know, with your homies. So definitely like the student life was something that I I really miss like to a certain extent like obviously don't get me wrong I love where I'm at right now um but it was like such a fun time like so fun to have everyone like around you and like you see people in class and like all of that but to spend 20 whole years as that I don't know if I would get like sick of it you know what I mean because there is parts where you're like damn like (laughs) I just want to be done studying and be done but I don't know I might still choose student to be totally honest because it's just fun like you're with everyone you're having a good time you don't really have to be like responsible adult yet because you're just like you know what I'm still in school I'm studying so I don't have to have it figured out right (laughs) so yeah I probably choose student to be honest but also we we stay in the workforce so I don't know that one's kind of a tough one okay would you rather live in a country where you could speak the language fluently or would you rather be able to teleport? Oh, these are like very, very like two different, completely different things like teleportation or the speaking the language fluently in a country. Um, hmm. I feel like it's tough for me to answer that because obviously 
I live in Canada and I speak fluently like both in French and in English so like both of our like like main languages I guess you would say so I've never actually that's a lie I have experienced living in a country that I couldn't speak the language fluently which was in Spain me just you know throwing in any way that I can to bring up my exchange again <laughs> but yeah, so obviously I couldn't speak fluently, but I did get by pretty well with French and English because like Catalan, which is like the area of Barcelona, uh, well, Catalonia or whatever, but like they speak Catalan. It's kind of pretty close to French. So I was able to get by a lot by that. And also they're so used to tourists that like a lot of them just spoke English too. So I've already kind of experienced that and it was well, it was like, it was well, <laughs> no, it was good. It was like a good experience. But being able to teleport would be so cool because like I could literally just snap my fingers and then you know what I'm in like Australia if I want to or like snap my fingers and I'm in I don't know South America or I'm in you know Alaska or Antarctica like who knows right so I might honestly choose teleport because we have so many resources nowadays that like you can either I mean I guess this is not saying that you would learn the language because you wouldn't be able to speak it fluently but you could communicate with people body language is a big thing facial expressions pointing um what else you could use like google translate and like just talk, chat through there but I guess it would also be difficult kind of to like mesh in with the locals like make really local friends and stuff like that so it would be a little tricky but Again, I have lived in a country that I haven't been able to speak the language fluently before and it was still the best time of my life. So I think I'm going to choose teleport for this one. Okay. Would you rather live in a world where everyone ignores you or in a world where everyone is mean to you? Wow. Okay. That one is a really, I thought it's like a really like interesting take on stuff. Interesting question. Um, I feel like living in a world where everyone would ignore me would be really isolating and really like sad but also you'd be super productive I guess because you'd just be channeling all your energy on yourself but I'm like a person who really really is like I'm super social and like I really value like human interaction human connection and stuff like that so I don't know if I'd be able to live in a world where everybody ignored me but again on the other hand if everyone was mean to me I feel like I would just be like crying so I'd be like oh, what the heck why are you mad at me you know what I mean so that's a good question. Um, I might choose, but if everyone's mean to you, would I be able to like, what is it compartmentalize where it's like you can like separate things? So it's like, would I be able to separate the fact that like, yeah, they're mean to me, but it's just like the way the world works. I guess if I grew up in a world where everyone was always mean to me, I wouldn't know what it was like if they were nice, right? But I guess on the other hand, I wouldn't know what it was like if people didn't ignore me if that was the case anyways I'm like getting racking my brain too hard for this one so I think I'll choose a world where everyone is mean to me because I do value like human interaction a lot and obviously it'd be really sad for people to just always be mean to me but at least they'd be talking to me I don't know I don't know I, I think yeah that's a tough one to answer because like they're both not like ideal would you rather live another 100 years with your body in a state of perfect health or just age normally? Oh, I mean, to me, this one is not really a tough question. I feel like I would definitely rather live another 100 years with my body in a state of perfect health um, because I love life. I love living and I feel like it's just really fun. And yeah, I mean, 
why wouldn't I choose that? So yeah, that'd be my answer for that one. That one's easy for me. Would you rather never be rejected again or never fail again? Ooh, okay. Honestly, these questions are really interesting. Like if you're going on a first date and you want to be like deep and be like, damn, I need to figure out right now if I want to see this person again, pull up this little, these question prompts. Like they're kind of going off. They're like really, I don't know. They're getting in deep, but never be rejected again or never fail again. I feel like, okay, so this is interesting because both of these things, I think, well, they do lead to growth. Like when you're in uncomfortable situations, which obviously being rejected is a comfortable, is an uncomfortable situation and failing is another uncomfortable situation, but they both lead to the most growth. Yeah, I'm saying that right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It sounded weird in my head for a second, but so when you are not like when you're not in these situations, I find you don't like you don't feel like you have to like adapt or change or evolve because you're comfortable in where you are but obviously if you get rejected rejected or if you fail or whatever it is you are put in a situation where you really are channeling growth because you're like I want to you know succeed at this or I want to change this or I want to you know xyz type of thing so I feel like if you're never in those situations then it doesn't happen as much like in terms of like growing and stuff like that so I like to look at these ways of being rejected or failing as reshaping them in your mind to being actually like, okay, this is actually like a blessing in disguise. Like this is actually going to lead me to an even better place of where I'm going to be at than I was before. Or this is going to lead me to, you know, a whole different career path or make new friends or, you know, whatever it might be. So... I like to look at them as turning them into positives because like it can be difficult in the moment. Obviously, yes, being rejected is difficult. Failing is very hard and it can be, you know, really anxiety inducing and a really big like hit to the ego and whatnot. But reshaping them in your mind to being positives and being like, wow, I can't wait to meet the person that I'm going to be once I'm out of this. That's how I like to look at them. So I don't know that I would like choose to not have experienced one of them ever again obviously they're not ideal feelings but they do lead to you know great things um once you're like over that little hump and you're on the other side but between the two of them I would probably choose I'd rather never be rejected again so you know I guess you shape that into like if I'm applying to opportunities like if I was applying to like a grad school or if I was applying to like whatever it was like a job or something like that um that I wouldn't be rejected for that that I would just you know I would love to just get all those things like that I apply for um because obviously never failing again I feel like is kind of unreal well they're both a little bit unrealistic obviously but you know what you're gonna make mistakes and you're going to you're just going to live your life. And I feel like that that comes with, you know, things that you mess up every once in a while and that's okay. So yeah, probably never be rejected again. I don't know. That was like a long-winded answer, but yeah, if I had to choose one of them, but again, I think you should reshape this into a positive and just channel how excited you are for kind of the new version of yourself that's coming out of them. Anyways, okay, with that being said, let's get to the next question. Would you rather only be able to live in a small city your entire life or only be able to live in a big city your entire life? That's an interesting question because I grew up 
not in a big city per se, but also not in like a small, small city. Like there are cities that are like very, very small. And I'm someone who loves her green space. Like I love going on walks. I love, you know, being able to smell like the fresh, crisp air with like the grass and like the trees and everything. And I find that you don't get that as much in like a big, big city. Um, But also I'm someone who loves like living a busy lifestyle and is just like on the go. Like there's always something going on and it's like, go, go, go. So I love the big city for that reason. So I think if I had to choose between the two of them, I would definitely be a city gal. I would rather only be able to live in a big city my entire life because there's just so much to do and I don't know, so many people to meet. It's so fun. Like, yeah, I would love to live in like New York City at some point in my life. I feel like it is just such a vibe and channeling that for myself, a little NYC moment we love. Okay, so... Would you rather give up all technology, so cell phones, computers, etc., or give up all movies, televisions, and books? Ooh, okay. So I feel like there's like a cheat to this because on your cell phone, you can obviously watch like movies and you can watch TV and you can read books and stuff like that. But I'm assuming that this means like that that is like not related, that like we're not including that in this scenario. So I don't know because my whole job is like on my computer and on my phone. So if I'm giving up my the technology, then I'm kind of in need of a new career. So <laughs> that definitely plays a factor and like a role into it. But I do love watching like movies and reading like a good book. Honestly, I've just been so busy recently that I haven't really had time to read a book in a while. And it's something that I really want to get back to and kind of make part of my like resolutions for, I mean, I know it's already April, so like maybe not the year, but like for the summer, let's say, um, read some books and kind of get back into that because I do love a good book but I don't know because yeah my whole career is like on my phone and my computers I would I guess this would be a way for growing but I don't know I really don't know this is such a tough question because storytelling is so powerful and it's like it helps people in so many ways and like there's so much to it but then you can also do storytelling like on your phone So I guess I would probably keep the technology. I don't know. Honestly, this is a really tough question. So that's all I'm going to say for answering that because I really don't know. (laughs) Would you rather be famous for all of the wrong reasons or not be famous at all? This one's easy for me. Definitely not be famous at all. I wouldn't want to be famous for all the wrong reasons. I don't exactly know what that means necessarily, but yeah, I wouldn't want to I, I think, okay, so perception is such, so, like, interesting to me because when you think about it, and this is kind of, like, a mind fuck in, like, kind of a way, but when you think about it, it's, like, you have your perception of yourself, right? But then everybody else has, like, a different perception of you. And, like, obviously, like, you know, if you're a nice person, like, people, like, obviously know that you're a nice person, but, like, they have these memories and these, like, things that stick in their mind about you that necessarily, like, either you don't remember because it's not like a core memory for you or it's like not the way that like you think or view yourself so super interesting I don't know sometimes when I like go down this rabbit hole I'm like "Ah, I need to just like stop thinking about this because what the heck for example like being famous for all of the wrong reasons I feel like for me as a person that would be really really tough on me because a lot of people wouldn't know who I am and obviously nobody's gonna know who you are to the core like you do I mean some people will but like if 
all these people like have an impact and an influence and a you know thoughts on your life and whatnot and they think you're this person that you're really just not I think that that would be really 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 challenging for me as a human being because it'd be really hard to be able to cope and deal with the fact that they're not seeing like my authentic self so definitely not be famous at all if it came to either being famous for the wrong reasons or not at all but let me know what you guys think because I'm curious okay would you rather have your books read by a few hundred people or a few million people um this is a tough question to respond because I haven't written a book as of as of yet um maybe someday in my life that'll be in the plan actually fun fact I started writing a book um started writing a book sorry a couple of years ago and I haven't finished it but I, I think I should finish it like I feel like it's just one of those things I'm like eventually I want to finish this book because I have the whole storyline like down set and like I know what I want my book to be about and I've written like you know half of it but it is hard to write a book like oh my god shout out to the authors like whoa shout out to authors because it is hard to write a book um obviously I feel like everybody knows that it's hard to write a book because it's not like meant to be easy but it's really hard I feel like having that creativity at all hours of the day and like not wanting to change everything that you've already written is such a struggle because for me I find like I'll reread what I've written and I'm like okay no I need to rewrite this entire thing I need to like include an entire different like part of the plot or like scene or like whatever not scene but you know what I mean like chapter um and then you just kind of go down these rabbit holes so I feel like it takes a lot of patience it takes a lot of strength and stuff to write a book so yeah maybe one day I'll finish it let me know if you want to read my book um (laughs) but I mean I feel like if you're trying to make an impact obviously having it read by a few million people I would probably prefer that than a few hundred people Um, because, you know, you want your book to be impactful and like, it's your art and it's your work and why wouldn't you want everybody to read your book? Right. So yeah, I would say between the two, a few million people, would you rather never take the easy way out of anything ever again or stop procrastinating? Interesting. So obviously I would love to stop procrastinating. I feel like, to be honest, I'm not like super, super bad at like procrastinating like I don't do it super often right now I remember in school I was like the biggest procrastinator and I know that that's really common like you just start pushing stuff off because you're like "Mm, don't want to do this right now um but with work and stuff I'm not someone who really pushes stuff off because I get a lot of anxiety when I'm like I'll like wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like oh my gosh I didn't do this or like oh I need to do this or I need to you know so I try not to procrastinate right now um like for my career or anything like that because it is very important to me um but not taking the easy way out of anything is another thing where it's like that's a growth you know that's a growth thing because you're like damn like I guess I could choose this thing but or I could like put myself in an uncomfortable situation and decide to take the hard way um but potentially have like a different stronger route right so I feel like that's a tough one um because but also there's like times where you're like damn just want to take the easy way out but I feel like when you take the harder way out it actually brings you more to like where you want to be and like what you value and stuff like that because often the easy way out sometimes can just be like I'm gonna do this because it's easier versus like it's not actually what I want to be doing right so I guess I'll go with that one 
I don't know. That's an interesting question. Not really sure how to like properly respond to it, but okay. Would you rather have your entire lifetime of experiences converted into a movie that you can watch whenever you want to remember them? Ooh, that's kind of cool. Or have your life turned into a book that can be read and interpreted by anyone? Okay, interesting. Um, I feel like this goes to the whole... So, okay. As a disclaimer, I think that the book is always better than the movie, right? I feel like that's not a hot take. I feel like that's a very, very normal thing that people think. But if it came to, like, my life experiences, I don't know that I would want that turned into, like, a full book where everyone could read everything that I've ever been through, everything that's ever happened in my life, right? Like, stuff like that. I feel like there's a certain sense of privacy that I like to keep, obviously, um to myself right and I feel like everybody is like that like you got stuff that you've went through that you're like damn actually I don't need that shared with everybody like you know and also I feel like having everything converted into a movie that I could watch to like remember them like in my brain the way that I picture that is like having the literal like I'm I'm the main character you know what I mean and it's like pictures or videos or little clips of like what happened and like have it into a movie that I can just watch um so I think that that would definitely be the one that I would pick would be have everything converted into a movie that I can watch to remember them because there's obviously stuff that like you know those memories like you sometimes they're triggered by something and you're like oh my goodness I just remembered something that happened like years ago that I totally forgot about but also sometimes it's like you know um you forget stuff and it's replaced with a new memory or whatever and like they'll probably come back to you at a certain point but they're not like always there where it's like if you have this in a movie and you can just rewatch it anytime you want I feel like that'd be so cool to see like wow like it would be a little difficult I'm sure for like some of the harder times and whatnot but there's so many beautiful moments in like life and you know so it'd be nice to like see them and like from an outside point of view you know because I don't know if you've ever like seen those things where it's like I want to see what I'm like from someone else's point of view because it's interesting because you like know yourself as you but like what do other people it kind of goes with that whole like perception type of thing right anyways we're getting a little philosophical right now but yeah I would choose to make a long story short I would choose um to have everything converted into a movie that I can watch whenever I want versus a book that can be read and interpreted by anyone because like I said there's stuff where you're just like you know that memory is that's for me (laughs) Would you rather have a job that pays $70 an hour but lets you work from home or a job that pays $100 an hour but requires you to be physically present? Ooh, okay. There's different things that go into this because working from home can have a lot of benefits. For example, if you want to work and travel, that would be a huge, huge, huge thing for me. Like if if I were working like, let's say, a normal like nine to five or something like that um, and I was able to like work from home but also like work while traveling like and keep that job and like bring it around with me then I would probably choose that but then there's also a lot of you know benefits to being physically present where it's like you meet your coworkers, you get yourself out of the house every day you get yourself dressed and ready and whatnot so yeah if I was doing a lot of traveling and stuff like that I would definitely choose the lower pay but you know having the flexibility to do what you want and to be where you want and and all of that and just get your work done because 
I have like a really big drive to just like see the world and like I don't know I feel like that would allow me to do that and I know that money is money and it's important but for me I really value I would value more like going out and experiencing all that stuff in like different parts of the world so if that wasn't the option that would be my answer um but like I said there are benefits to going into the office as well so I do see how this is like a I don't know like you don't know what someone's answer is I guess all of these are kind of like that so last question so we're gonna end it off here because I've been talking for a while but um would you rather get to witness something once in your lifetime that a few others that few other people will ever get to see or witness something once in your lifetime that many others have seen hmm interesting because I do think there is value into like like community I value like human interaction and social and stuff like that so like being in a situation that like you're all kind of there together and you're all witnessing this thing together I feel like that would be really special and really cool and like you have that to relate with you have that to kind of be with each other for but that being said there is such a special and like novelty to like seeing something that not pretty much nobody else has seen or like only a few other people will see and maybe it's the people you're with or whatever it is and I think that that would that's like great stories it's great I don't know it's just super unique so I think I would definitely choose witnessing something once in a lifetime that only a few other people will see um just I don't know special and I mean it's all special don't get me wrong but it'd probably be my answer I feel like both are great though so okay well that was a lot of me just kind of rambling on and going into my brain a little bit about how I feel, but I hope that you enjoy this episode and this kind of style. Um, I know that it's a little bit different than kind of our other episodes, but hopefully you had fun hanging out with me today. I definitely had some fun. So yeah. And if you listen to this all the way through, I love you and thank you so much. I really appreciate it because I know that um, me doing it on my own is like a little bit different, but hopefully it was still entertaining and enjoyable to a certain extent. And yeah, I guess with that being said, I'm just going to wrap it up with the stamp of the week. So I, like I said, I'm visiting my family right now in Southern Ontario. So um, I'm going to use the stamp of the week from here. So it's going to be my favorite, favorite, favorite place to get Thai food in kind of the Kitchener-Waterloo-Cambridge-Guelph region. So I think that this certain restaurant has locations in Kitchener, Cambridge, and Guelph. And I don't know if they have Waterloo, but they definitely have the other three. And it's called Ben Thai, and it has such good Thai food. Oh my goodness. I, If you know me, you know that I am a sucker for a good Thai meal. I love Thai food. I think it's so good, so yummy. So yeah, they have incredible food there. And they have like a huge menu, big selection. They've got a lot of different things. So if you're in the area or if you're ever in the area and you're like passing through, definitely check them out. They have like three different locations for sure. I don't know if there's more, but um, yeah, super, super yummy. It's called Bentai. And let me know what you think. So, okay. With that being said, I hope you all had a wonderful Easter weekend back on the grind and enjoying the beautiful weather that is coming finally got some sun which is so good for the mental health so for at least my mental health so yeah I hope you had a great weekend I hope you have a great week and thank you so much for hanging out with me we'll see you next week with a new episode have a lovely day bye